and where they worked, we'd like clean up the outside or we'd mow the grass or do something just to kind of be like, you have to give and then you'll receive. Like if you are doing a good job and doing your work, then you'll be able to live by yourself and be super independent. And so it was kind of like growing in their independence and their confidence and their skills because they were all passionate about something. We just had to figure out what it was. This is The Real Beer and the Beer with Janelle and Jake Winters. All right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, and yeah. welcome back to The Real Beauty and the Beard. Yeah. My name is Jake Winters, and together with my sister, Janelle. Janelle, we are on a mission to discover real strength in beautiful differences. And each episode, we aim to help you discover the real beauty in your life by bringing you an inspiring story, a new perspective, meaningful message, crucial resource, or just a force of good within the special needs world. And you're in for a treat because this is our first interview video that we're putting up on YouTube. And this introduction... I almost didn't get Janelle to join me for uh, down here. She wasn't feeling like recording today, but then I showed her these new microphones. Oh, and yeah. And she was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll do it. So look at this. We mm-hmm. got her right here sitting next to me. Yeah. Aren't you happy you did this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> Thank you to our oldest sister, Jessica, yeah. who yeah, got us Jessica. these microphones for... My Christmas gift, at least, right? Right. We just haven't gotten a chance to use them yet. So if you are listening to this on the podcast, we are testing this out uh, for the first time. I think they may be a little lower quality microphone than we're normally used to, but this way you get Janelle. So we're going to play around with it, and if you're listening on YouTube, then you're just getting the video. You are getting the straight-up video, right? Right. So anyway... Our very first episode, we are so excited to bring you Courtney Cohen, and she is a wonderful young lady who last year graduated during the pandemic in 2020 from Mizzou, and she is now in Kansas City as a teaching as a intense, an elementary intensive resource teacher. Uh, So we're super excited to have her tell you what that is all about in the, and this is another two-part episode. We're going to keep it going with the two-part episodes. I think that's going to be best. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be best for right now. So this is just part one, the first half of our interview with Courtney. And as we go, she starts, we start off by talking about task and her involvement with that. You remember task? Yeah, task. What do you do with task? Or what did you used to do a task? Um, you don't remember? I don't remember. Okay. Well, it's a good thing we talk about it in this interview. But maybe. <laughs> but Janelle used to bowl with tasks. Yeah, and bowling. It turns out, yeah, bowling, right? Yeah. Now you remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it turns out that Courtney used to volunteer for tasks uh, mm-hmm. in her high school days. So that's how she got started into it. So anyway, we'll let her tell you about that and... After she tells us about that, she shares her experience 
during the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, she's wrapping up her student teaching and how that affected her students and her graduation. Then Janelle and Courtney bond over their mutual love for country music. Yeah. And as we, she also describes her college experience as she went to the University of Missouri, or as some may know it as Mizzou. That is where she did her undergraduate and got her special education degree and the different she tells us about the different areas that she had worked in and different people that she's specialized in and got a little bit of a taste as she went throughout and she tells us about that journey and how she ultimately became ultimately made the decision that she did that brought her to where she is now in Kansas City and that's not it we also talk yeah. about Ability West, which is a organization, facility, campus in Ireland where Courtney did her study abroad. She went yeah. across the pond to Ireland uh, okay. like Jessica did yeah, in college, Jessica remember? Did, yeah. Jessica didn't go to Ireland, but she did go to Europe and did some study abroad for student teaching. So what is really cool about Ability West in Ireland is that it's a community. Not only f it's for those who graduate high school, and it's not just college. It's just it's not just classes to get you into life. It's about finding, helping people find where they belong in in life and in the community and the culture. So it's a really cool. And I hope that one day we have something like this here in the United States. Maybe there already is, but I haven't heard of anything like it yet. So we're super, super excited to bring you Courtney Cohen, the graduate from Mizzou, currently a, a teacher in her own classroom, rocking it out in Kansas City. Yes, yes ma'am. She remembers, she, go, she goes to the theater yeah. But in the interview, you'll see she didn't work there. And like I you thought, there. right? Right. Right. You're, and me. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're exactly right. Yeah. You, know, there, you guys talk about that in this part. Right. Yeah. Jeff Cronin wrote a note, too. Jeff Cronin wrote you. Yep. Your boss wrote you a note, too. Yeah, talk about it. Talk to you guys have talked about it. Yeah. I'm on my cat. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe he's thinking of somebody else, but who knows? Who okay. knows? We're just going to let them listen in the interview, right? What? <laughs> so, without further ado, everybody, uh, well, I should tell you that we do wrap up the episode with Courtney telling us what it looks like in her current classroom and what it's mm -hmm. what it looks like COVID style and how mm -hmm. that might be different from what she was trained mm -hmm. to do, right? Right. Because we're all living in a different world now. Excuse you. What is you? Sorry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, my fault. Your throat? Yeah. Uh oh. <coughs> Need a drink of water? I'm fine. You fine? Yeah. Okay. We're almost done. Okay. Okay. So, without further ado, everybody, thank you for joining us for part one of our interview with Courtney Cohen. Discovering where you truly belong in the world. Uh, uh, okay? Yeah, okay. And, and now what do we say? We say, and... And...
here we we go. go. And here we go. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Yes, I got you. Can you oh. hear me? Yes, yeah. we can hear you just fine. Oh, good, good. Okay, good. How was your How was your drive back? It was good. It was good. It was long, but it was yeah. good. So, <laughs> and now I get to stay. I don't have to go back and forth, which that's good. Yeah, yeah. How are so you are guys? You, are you in Kansas City right now? Then. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. In the apartment, you know, it's kind of small, but it's okay. That's all right. You got to start somewhere, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How are you guys? What have you been up to? You're good? Yeah. Good. I we... saw you were checking out the plants earlier. I was just watching Snap or Instagram. Yeah. Right, we were outside looking at the plants. Yeah. Yeah. Just posted that video. Yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, Janelle, this is yeah. Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Hi, how are you? Well, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Courtney, uh, thank you for coming on and taking some time out of your day to uh, tell us a little bit about your experiences that you've been through recently and, and maybe what you've got ahead of yourself. So first off, go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself, just a little bit of background of maybe the person that you are more than what you've done yeah yeah so um i've grown up in st louis my whole life and grew up in like catholic private schools loved school loved going and then i worked at some summer camps as camp counselor because i've just always liked to work with kids and that's where i started into special education i worked at a place called task team activities for special kids I don't know if Janelle's ever been there, but they do like bowling, they do sports, cooking. All I, th kinds of I think she was in the bowling league at one oh, point. Oh, yeah. I remember a shirt that had tasks. Is, is the, like the logo people in yes, the Yes, in the K is like a kit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, well, this is what we're talking about. You You've been there too? Bowl for task. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such a small world. Oh, she works yeah. for task or work, did used to. Yeah. Yeah, so in high school, that's what I would do is like during the day, I would work at like a country club summer camp. And then during the night, we'd work for task. And I just fell in love with it. So just really became passionate about working with students who have different needs. And I wanted to like push myself a little bit past just a general education teacher. But I really think special ed's like easier. So that's just me. And yeah, I just moved to Kansas City. So I'm starting my job. We, we have kids the first day Wednesday. So we've just been like preparing and everything for that, which has been good. But there's a lot of unknowns that are coming with it. So it's been interesting. Yeah, I can <laughs> only, only imagine. Yeah. It's, well, tell us, since you started off with Task, I kind of, I don't know if you've noticed in the interviews, but I like to kind of go through a little life story almost yeah. in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So since, since we know that, tell us a little bit more about your experiences with Task. If there's... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, Janelle, when you did bowling, did you have like a buddy that would bowl with you? Or do, what do you remember? Yeah, from? I did bowling. Matthews. Yes, exactly. Byron Matthews? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, you remember who it was? That's really good. Yeah. I always hope that my kids remember me, but. Yeah. yeah. I think I think she's thinking of maybe her bowling partner right now. So, she's in a yeah. different, she's in a different league. I don't think it's Tad. 
Gotcha. Um, yeah. You remember when you bowled a long time ago? Long ago, yeah, you. Yeah, I was. I was around. I was. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was a buddy, but yeah. she used to be a buddy. So you know a how buddy. how challenger baseball has buddies. Yeah. So just kind of like that. Yeah. 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 So we would do like crafts, and then we would do cooking. Like each day was a different activity so we just kind of went with it and I didn't never know what I was doing when I got in there but it was always fun and the kids were always pretty talkative and wanting to show you something or wanting to show you their new skill or you know I really learned how to like modify there like okay well this person we're gonna throw overhand but this person we're gonna throw underhand and kind of just like working with that and I think that was super helpful going into college and like learning about modifications and accommodations and stuff like that but it was just a great place. Everyone was always happy, always excited. Parents were super excited. Kids loved it and they found things that they were passionate about. And I thought that was really important. And so then when I went to college, I like did a bunch of other service because I was like, that was pretty cool. Let's try it again. And that's when I went to like Ireland, if, if we were moving along in the story, yeah. but we'll <laughs> Ireland was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of where it started is like in high school. And then I'm a very decisive person. So once I got to college, I was like, yep, this is it. This is what we're doing. Like, and I didn't really look back after that. That's awesome. Is there anybody in particular that you can remember from task that may have had an impact on you that wanted to keep, make you keep going with this? Yeah, definitely. Not only like the directors and like those people who put everything together, I wanted to be one of them so bad. I was like, oh, I could coordinate this or do that. Um, and I like coordinated my high school group, like National Honor Society, like come and like would schedule all of it. But the kids, the ones I definitely remember were there was one named Marcus, who was my buddy for bowling. And he was, I think he was maybe 15 or 16. And so was I. So it was kind of cool because I was like, oh, we're like the same age. We knew the same songs. We like could connect on some level. So it was really interesting because I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Um, and then I also worked with like the younger kids and cooking. So I, that's where I loved working with little kids because they were like six to eight years old. And every one of them, I just wanted to take home. I would like <laughs> try and be buddies with every single one and I just thought they were so awesome and they were always so excited to be there and like wanted to participate and that was what I really loved about it yeah yeah um, that's awesome yeah. so that was just high school was that yeah. when you guys started with it in high school yeah yeah because it's in St. Louis so then once I moved to Mizzou it was kind of like drifted but yeah I loved it so would definitely recommend it for sure yeah <laughs> You said that you're pretty decisive. So did you know that you wanted to be a teacher at a young age? Yeah, yeah. Like when I was little, we used to always play school in like the basement or like the neighbors would come over and be teacher. And I just thought that was so fun. And then I also like never really wanted to like not be in school. I like how school has a schedule and like you're there for certain times of the day. Like I always know what my work schedule is now. And so I thought that was pretty cool. And I always wanted to like, buy all the classroom supplies and stuff like that. It was like the little things. I was like, <laughs> yep, I'm sold. No problem. And it, I just loved it in college as well, which was really lucky. Like I had some good placements and like all the people I met there didn't shy me away from it. So it was all, I think it meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, at what point did you decide that special education was the route that you wanted to take? 
Yeah, I think like freshman year, I think I came in with that as a major because I worked at task and I was like, you know what, if anything happens, I can just go back to general education, like become a gen ed teacher um, if I like didn't like it. And luckily I always did. So I never really looked back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said earlier that you think special education is easier. Why do you think that is? Well, it's super individualized. Like I work with five kids total. So it's very much like I know exactly what their plan is. And I think in special education, we have like certain amount of minutes that we meet for each subject. So it's super like planned out and I'm able to, and they have goals for everything. So like goal would be like tracing your name or tracing 10 letters of the alphabet. So I think it's really satisfying to like see that progress and then in general education, it's kind of more like broad where it's like adding. And I'm like, oh, I want to see like, I'm a big validation person. So like every time I can progress and track data and things like that, I get to see that progress. Um, yeah. And also I don't have 20 little ones like screaming at me all the time. It's only five. So yeah. it's a little easier. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. the gen ed teachers would disagree, but I think they're pretty awesome too. Well, to each his own, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I think it might be easier to you because you have more passion there. Yeah, definitely. Love, right? yeah. So you're, you're a data-driven person, huh? Yeah, I do like seeing the progress. I think it's like mostly just like little wins for me are super important versus like a big, huge accomplishment. I'm like, oh, well, we, we did three letters today instead of two. I'm like so excited about that. So yeah. that's kind of helpful to have. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Mm. Is, uh, okay. So you just graduated, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. We didn't walk, but still counts. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you've had a little bit of a different experience, uh, than most have had when they graduate college this year. Uh, to just, just for our audience and, and me in general, what was that experience like going? Yeah, it was definitely very interesting. Like we were, at dinner the day when we got the like email that said there was no more classes anymore and I was still teaching so I was like okay I'm still gonna go to my elementary school so I went for like a few more days after they canceled classes because they hadn't canceled like my roommate who's a nurse they hadn't canceled like their clinicals and things so we were still going and then our elementary school that I was working at we closed or like shut down and they were like, okay, you have to send the kids home with like 30 days of work. So we like quickly did like 30 days of work for like all 10 kids, sent them off with the envelopes. And then just the kids like would turn back in their work as they finished it. And then if they needed ask for more work, you could give more, but we weren't allowed to like really communicate with them too much because we didn't want to stress out the parents because like on a parent perspective, my parents were freaking out because they were like, I stayed at in Columbia because I had an apartment there. So we were still there and they were like, you gotta come back. Like, and then parents of elementary school kids were like, oh, you gotta go back to school. This is too much. Like, <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. But um, we all did like, my sorority did like a graduation send off thing. And I took like a bunch of graduation pictures and it was pretty much like the same. It was nicer, I think, because I didn't have to have like that really emotional goodbye. We were just kind of like, mm, we'll see each other soon. Like, I don't know. And we would just kind of plan on trips and stuff. And they've just, they've gotten pushed back a few times, but we're working on it. It's happening. So yeah. it's been interesting. How, how did those kids handle it? 
your students? Yeah, so I had a few that we were a little worried about just with like home situations. Um, but I know that our school did like drop off for lunch. So like they would bring lunches and like weekend meals like around the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. So my teacher like participated in that and would kind of check in on them that way. And then like also like through Facebook, you see a ton that like the kids post like, oh, I did this worksheet or whatever. And then we also had like Zoom hours so we could like check on in on them. A lot of the kids at first were like, this is super fun. Like we get to stay home all day and don't have to wake up early to go to school. We can play video games. And then I think around May, they were like, when do we go back? Like, right. you know, they're just kind of a little tired of it. But I've seen a bunch of kids coming up to my current school and like they'll just come play on the playground or something. And like, I've never seen kids so excited to like see a school. Usually you see like sad faces like walking in the building, but they've been pretty excited to come in so far, which is good. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. good. Uh, when when it all happened and you're trying to juggle all these things from your parents wanting you to come home to the kids wanting you back in school, yeah. kind of, how did you handle it? What kind of mindset did you have to have? Yeah, I kind of, I feel like, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I just kind of was like taking it one day at a time. Like, okay, I think I can get, I'm a very like task finished person. Like I love to-do lists. So I would try and get like three things done on my to-do list per day, like slowly, but surely like getting, keeping like a schedule and getting back into things. But it was definitely difficult, like not having people rely on me. Like I wanted them to be like, okay, let's meet up and do this. When I was like, oh, okay, I'll just, I guess we have to do it by ourselves now. Like, it was just very interesting. But I did, I was really appreciative of my, like, host teacher because she would just text and, like, check in on me. And our school, like, our teachers at Mizzou would check in on us and just be like, what have you guys been doing? Like, making sure we're still going outside and, like, getting things done. Otherwise, we'd just be, like, chilling in our apartments, which isn't very helpful. But it was definitely like going outside and getting a few things done, I think was my routine, but yeah. 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 Janelle, what was your routine in quarantine? What, what did you do every day? Um, when read you read a lot of books, when you couldn't go to work anymore yeah. and book club and bowling was canceled. Yeah. yeah. What did you do instead? Um, damn. <laughs> Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> yeah that was for good yeah <laughs> did you like staying home no oh. bowling yeah yeah miss bowling you say it's boring yeah it's boring <laughs> it's boring it is boring at home yeah stuck at home with the old farts huh yeah <laughs> you want to ask a question sorry yeah. what was that courtney are you going back to work now or have they let you come back I'm at work Monday. One day on Mondays? Yeah, Thursday. Oh, okay. So she she used to work three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Gotcha. Now she is just working Monday and Thursday. Yeah. Are they closed on Wednesday still? I still put it on it. They're working on it? Yeah, on Wednesday. They're working on Wednesday. It. Yeah. Nice, nice. I used to go to your theater all the time, so I wonder if you oh, yeah. saw me before. Yeah, I love the movie theater, so that's fun. Yeah, I've got it for you. Oh, okay. 
to you miss at B&B? Do you, do you miss working at B&B? And I don't know, maybe we were a little confused if you worked there or if you just enjoyed movies there. I mean, I do miss going there for sure, but I never worked there. I just would watch movies there. I worked at like a country club, which I also miss working at. Yeah. She so she didn't work at B and B, but she went. She go. We used to go there all the time. Yeah, all the time. Watch yeah. movies. Movies. I love watching movies. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Flea in a movie. Oh, you want to be in a movie? Yeah, they're free. Not my oh, local. they're free for you. Oh, yeah, movie. Well, maybe I should work there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Do you want do you have another one? Or you want me to go? Uh no, yeah. You wanna go? Okay. Do you like music Cosby? Do I like say it again? Say it again. Do you like music Cosby? Oh music Country. Country music. Music? I do like country music. I did. I loved going to the outdoor concerts mm-hmm. by the casino, that one. Super fun. I really like Luke Bryan. What about you? What about too. You do? Okay, good. <laughs> He's the best, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your uh, favorite? Uh, Dean. Dean. Jason Aldean. Oh, Jason Aldean. Okay, I like him. I'll respect. We can agree on that. Okay. <laughs> I like Jason Aldean, too. It's What's your favorite song? Oh, Zach uh, Band. Oh, rock band. Zach Brown Band. Oh, Zach Brown Band. Oh my gosh, you got some good, good ones. I've seen both of them in concert. Really? Mhm. Yeah. 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 It was really good. I saw I saw Luke Bryan two nights in a row, and then Jason Aldean was later in the summer, and I think Zach Brown Band was like the summer before. We used to get like a country mega ticket. It was like 20 concerts for like $200, and we would go to every one. It was so fun. Oh, yeah. I bet. Mm-hmm. It was outside, and the sun would go down. I hope they bring it back, and you should, you should go. It's I, fun. I feel yeah, like that's go. something we yeah. should do for Janelle, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or at least once. <laughs> and a ticket, too? Yeah, a ticket, too? Yeah. We, you could go to 20 concerts for one ticket. One ticket? Yeah. It was awesome. Go all summer. Mm-hmm. They were all the time. We'll have to look into it maybe yeah. next year or two years from yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Whenever <laughs> they come back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Those were good questions. Yeah. What do you think, Nellie? My turn? Yeah. Yeah? All right. So, Courtney, tell us a little bit about the college experience. So I was a chemistry education major at Missouri State. So I know a little bit about what education classes look like. Um, Before me and our audience, what can you tell us about just these route of special education? And you went to Mizzou, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's going to be different from school to school. But what did you see that was maybe different? Did you take some regular uh, education classes as well? Yeah, so technically at Mizzou, if you go special education route, you are like, you can get certified general education and special education. So I could do either for K through fifth grade. You just have to like take another test, but the classes prepare you and it's pretty simple. 
Um, but the coolest thing that Mizzou had was we got into the classroom second semester freshman year. So we started student teaching or like kind of being a helper teacher, like second semester soft, freshman year. And then sophomore year, we got to experience like longer hours. Like I think it was one full day. And then at the end of sophomore year, you would move to like a higher placement. Like I was elementary. And so second semester, sophomore year, I moved to like middle school. And then you could keep trying different things. Like freshman year, I was in a resource room. Uh, sophomore year, I was in like a more intensive room. And then I went to the middle school, more intensive room. And then senior year, you got to like really pick what you wanted. So I picked like elementary resource. So that one, you stayed you stayed with one teacher throughout the whole year, even the before planning meetings and things like that we would go to. Um, and you'd rotate to like three different schools. So your main school, you would stay up for like the prepping, then you'd go to two different schools and then you'd come back and spend the last semester, like all day, every day with one teacher in one classroom. So. Wow, that's, yeah. that's incredible. So you, I mean, you were in, in actual classrooms all four years? Yeah, yeah, which was awesome. Like freshman year was only a few hours, like I think it was half a day, but it was still a lot of good experience. And like you got to, you could tell your teacher like, oh, I already tried that, didn't love it. I want to try this instead because there's so many different areas of SPED. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, that's a really phenomenal way to do it, I think, because like you just said, there's a bunch of different areas and not all of us fit in, you know, into yeah. those specialities or disciplines, I would guess. Um, so tell us about your experience. What, uh, where'd you end up? What, what, uh, what are you teaching now? Yeah, so now I did end up with elementary resource, which is what I loved. Um, so it's like K through fifth, and I'm the intensive resource teacher. So it's students who have like a lot of minutes, maybe enough, like half of the day is spent in my room, and then half of the day they're with their general education classroom. So they are more intensive of needs, but it's not, it's nothing like medically fragile or like severe, severe behaviors. It's just kind of, you know, kids with more needs. Is there a bug? Didn't yeah. <laughs> Fly that's been hanging out here for like two weeks. I think it was on our last down here on our last interview. I get distracted by them too. So, but yeah, I ended up exactly where I wanted to be, and the team's really great. We have four special education teachers there, so we can like they've helped me say like, oh, this student might need this or that, and so we've been working together pretty well, which is good. Yeah, when I when I first met your mom. Sorry, right, it's not gonna bug you. I mean, it's a bug, but you know what I mean. Hey, bugs. <laughs> yeah, me too. Ew. Oh, there's a Ew. second one. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. They're not gonna hurt you. Look, see. Oh, there you go. It's already gone. It'll be Good. back, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> outside. And eight bugs. Yeah. We hate them. Yeah. We hate bugs. What else do we hate? Hey, Wayne. It hates the rain. Hate the rain? Me too. I used to be afraid of the rain. I thought that it would come swip me away. But really? Then I realized I'm bigger than that, so it's okay. <laughs> right? We're bigger uh, than the bugs, aren't we? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first met your mom, uh, she told me about how, a little bit about how you were able to work with different 
different superpowers. Yeah. Um, yes. Say to people with different disabilities and, and special needs. There's a really good friend of mine actually this week said extra needs. Yeah. Not special. They just need a little extra. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why would you uh, not want extra? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, I thought that was great. But anyway, she said that you had dabbled in a couple different areas, I guess, yeah. what maybe physical, cognitive disabilities. I th- she mentioned a third one, but it's not coming to me. Yeah. I worked also with like social emotional too. Um, so like we had physical, well, kind of in Ireland, that was my junior year. It encompassed all different levels um, because we did some sports and then we did some like academic work. And then we also did like a job interview and like how to hold down a job and things like that. Um, and those kids were 18 to 21. So I was like in the elementary school during my school year. And then I went to middle school. And then that summer I did like adults, um, which is really cool because some of them, we just worked around like physical, like weak muscles or like brittle bones or something like that. Um, and we would work on like, how can we get you a job where you are not going to get hurt and you're going to be able to do the best you can. Um, and then others was like a schedule, making a schedule because sometimes we didn't have the best memory or we got overwhelmed by a bunch of tasks. So like how in a job would you like organize yourself and keep yourself accountable? Um, and then the social part of like, how do you interact with customers or how do you go on a job interview and like, how do you handle yourself if this happens or that happens? Um, so that was super interesting. And it was really cool. Cause it was like that year after you graduated high school, you would go to this, it was a like kind of a finishing school, I guess, or transitional school. Um, so you would go there and then they'd like get you hooked up with a job and like kind of set you up for the rest of that. You could live there. Like there were apartments on different campuses. You wow. could, it was such an amazing place. It was called Ability West, and I really love them. I think what they're doing is awesome. But. So, okay, you said that was in Ireland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say you go there the year after high school. Mm-hmm. How long would somebody be in that program typically? Yeah, so you'd typically shoot for three years. Like, once they hit 21, then they can move on to another campus and, like, live on the apartments and they have their job and like they're pretty independent um we did have some kids who were staying like there was one girl it was like her 10th year but we were just still working out like what she needed and where she was going and they would have stuck with you until whenever you needed it Mm -hmm. um and then there were some kids who actually finished in like three years or four years um so it's kind of just based on when you found your job or when you found your like this is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life sort of thing. It was kind of like a passion project too. Like we would yeah. interview them and see what they actually liked and what they wanted to be doing. So it was very interesting. Like Janelle, you love movies. So you work yeah, at a movie yeah. theater. Yeah. But I think you would love Ireland too. There's lots of beer and it's nice nature. It's good. Yeah. 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 So that place was really cool. I wish they had something like that in America. Like, after high school, like in America, it kind of just drops and you're just kind of like left to your own devices, but there they kind of like watched out for you a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's Spider Man in it too. Yeah. Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Another Man. Uh, not Iron Man, Ireland. Oh, land. Oh, yeah. Another country. 
Oh, it's a different country in Europe. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Our land. Yeah. It's a big world out there. We're learning all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's nothing, nothing, as far as I can tell, there's nothing in America that is like that. Yeah. Um, I just try to paint a little bit better, a little bigger picture for me. Uh, so it's more like you're, you're set, you're helping people figure out not just how to function in society, but where they also belong in society. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of finding and also giving back to the site. Like we would go on service trips with them as well. Like, and where they worked, we'd like clean up the outside or we'd mow the grass or do something just to kind of be like, you have to give and then you'll receive. Like if you are doing a good job and doing your work, then you'll be able to live by yourself and be super independent. And so it was kind of like growing in their independence and their confidence and their skills because they were all passionate about something. We just had to figure out what it was. Yeah. And I, and that's something that everybody goes on a journey of, of trying yeah. to figure out, right? Definitely. Definitely. Just uh, a little extra need, a little extra help needed to, to right. figure it out. And I think yeah. <laughs> we all need a little extra help doing that sometimes. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Three years. I don't know if that's enough time, honestly. (laughs) That's yeah. We were like, I don't know, but some of them were staying longer. So it wasn't, it wasn't abnormal to stay over the three years. So when they would be there for like the three years in the initial campus, is it, Mm -hmm. was it like dorms? Was it a college kind of setup? How, what did that look like? So the, on, on the initial like training school there, they didn't live there. They would just come like a normal school day, like from eight to three ish. And that was like the fresh, like 18 to 21. And then once you moved on to another campus, you would like live there and then you would work there, maybe like work as receptionist or something or like cooking or something like that. And then they'd send you out like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you would go out and do your job. And like, that would be at like a local convenience store or like at a gym or something like that, just like cleaning or cooking or whatever. Yeah. We had a bunch of kids who worked at the convenience store down the street because they had like really good ice cream. So if a kid really loved being in that environment, we were like, okay, why don't you work there? I mean, you could get paid to like be there. It's it's pretty exciting. So That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So when they would move to another campus, mm-hmm. are there these campuses all over Ireland? Is it a little... Is it, I guess answer that question first. <laughs> yeah, so I only know, like, Ability West was only in Galway, which was, like, the city that I was in. So there were a bunch of them, but they were all maybe, like, 15 minutes apart so that it was easier for them to, like, communicate with each other. Like, oh, hey, Sandy wants to go here or Jimmy wants to go there. But I'm not sure if they have it in other areas, like, in the southern part of Ireland or anything like that. Yeah. But I definitely think they should expand. It's, like, a big undertaking for sure, but seeing that everywhere would be like such a cool, a cool accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, are they like, are the each campus is like its own community kind of yeah. in a way? Yeah, definitely. It's like, I don't know how they exactly organize it, but it just is kind of like, this is the West campus or this is the East one. Um, and then the training school that I was at was called St. Joseph's training school. So that was like the first level. And then even like next door to that was one of the campuses you could live at. And then other ones were located like pretty centrally, but around Galway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that you might be uh, one of the people that could bring it to America? 
I don't know. I hope so. I keep trying to like think about how I would implement that and like where I would go with it. But it would be interesting to have it just in one place because then like I feel like so many people would want to be a part of it that it would be like a really quick you got to get it together sort of thing. But definitely like for my high school teachers that are from my cohort, we've been talking about like what do you do after high school and like where do you go? Like what are the resources already in place? that we could like expand upon and be like, oh, well, why don't we just add this to that organization? And then it's basically the same, you know, or like building off of what we do have. Cause there are some placement helping agencies, but it's still definitely harder to get like businesses on board and things like that. I would definitely be comfortable like asking a business to get on board or like open their job ups to like kids from our facilities, but it would be a slow progression. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. I do my first year of teaching first. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, get get some uh, time under your belt, but we'll keep building this and, you know, four or five yeah. years down the road, let's get back together and see if we can get that started or something. Right, yeah, definitely. We would love to uh, partner up with that, I think. And yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, and like even asking task, like their kids, where they can fit in, everything like that. I'm sure there's lots of connections we don't even know about <laughs> yeah yeah of course uh, you do you still have connections uh to the the school or or the organization in ireland um not as close as i'd like just with time differences like it's a little harder to like zoom them or anything like that but they like the older ones do follow me on instagram so that's pretty fun they're like they'll always comment or they'll send me my posts and then comment under it i'm like oh but it's nice to like see that that name pop up again because I'm like you were thinking about me because I'm yeah. thinking about that, you know that's yeah. nice yeah that's awesome that's awesome I think uh that's something definitely for the future and uh if there's anybody anybody out there listening right now who uh who wouldn't mind getting that ball rolling let us know we will we will help out for sure <laughs> yeah definitely uh sounds like a really great organization it's doing great things for people I'm I'm glad you were able to experience that and, and bring that to us. Yeah, me too. Me too. It yeah. was definitely something I didn't think I would see in America. So it was worth, worth it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You want to ask another question? Yeah. Is your school big? Is my school big? Yeah. My school now? Yes. It's huge. It looks like a middle school, but it's only an elementary school and we have <laughs> a big playground and a big soccer field and there's like four wings of the school so like special education's in the front wing and like we all get to hang out together because we're all like teaching the same sort of students and they have a bunch of like natural light coming in they've got a bunch of cool gadgets they've got like a bunch of smart boards and all the kids get computers and ipads so it's a really nice school really big really cool I haven't seen it full of kids yet, but I imagine it gets a little bit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So is this year, are you, you have five students? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I'm like a new program because I'm the new intensive teacher. So I received all the like new students, the transfer students, as well as like the students who had so many minutes that it's kind of hard to keep them on like a larger caseload. But I think it's really nice because I have just those five that I get to like connect with and work with. Um, 
I'm sure the caseload will get bigger as more kids come in, but for right now, that's what we're sitting at, which is yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So is your school fully inclusive? Yes. Yeah. So we, the other three resource teachers have like maybe 10 on their caseloads just because those kids have like less time that they have to be in the room. Mm -hmm. If my kids like need to be in for half the day, I can't have like 10 of them. That would be crazy. <laughs> I know Nellie, I'm sorry. Uh, what, uh, so you keep talking about these minutes. Oh yeah. Explain the minutes to us and then our audience, uh, what you mean by that and how those amounts of minutes are come up with or decided on. Yeah. Yeah. So each student who receives special education has an individualized education plan or an IEP. And so written on there is like all of your goals for each grade or not grade level, each subject. So maybe math, like we're going to learn how to add tens or twenties or thirties. And then in writing, we're going to learn how to write our name and like identify each of the letters in our name. Um, and so those goals are kind of like what benchmarks you need to hit. And so we come up with the minutes based on how many goals they have in each area, as well as like realistically how much, how long they could work on something. So like some of our students need more time to work on one activity. So we kind of make the minutes longer. It's kind of hard to say like an average, but a student who receives like maybe is closer to grade level would probably only receive like 30 minutes in a special education classroom. Whereas like the farther you are from your grade level peers, the longer your minutes typically are because you're working on like those foundational skills to reach your grade level. But it also kind of just works out with scheduling too. Like how many minutes are actually in the day and what we can actually do to accommodate everybody. Yeah. So you have your own classroom. You're not in another classroom, right? Yes, I have my own. Okay. So you're not, your role is not the special education teacher that's in the included, into the rest, fully included, helping to fully include into the actual classroom, right? Right. Yeah. We have like paraprofessionals who go in when, once the students are like in their classrooms, the paraprofessional would like help them remain included in the room and then when I work with them it's just like me and the student you're on specific goals and tasks right right exactly mm -hmm. so do you have one student at a time in your classroom at that point is that um, you aim for that just because like that's the most individual with like scheduling I think I have maybe two at a time which is still pretty good and then you can make like groups of the students to work on like social skills or you know if they're working on something that is a very similar goal. It's nice to have a buddy with you to like yeah. work on it together. Um, so we can group them, but the best would be like just one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Done, you know? Yeah. 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 Just trying to figure out what, what your typical day would look like. You know? Yeah. So yeah, my day basically like if a student has 60 minutes, then they'll just come in and see me for 60 minutes or two rounds of 30 minutes or something like that. And then anytime they're in their general education classroom, the paraprofessionals like with them, like at lunch and recess and specials, like just keeping them socially engaged and included and like monitoring behaviors and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds awesome. So yeah. what does that look like for you in this upcoming year now that you're starting? Yeah, yeah. So we're in the hybrid model now. So like 
one group of kids comes Monday and Tuesday, everybody's virtual on Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday, a different group comes. But luckily for me, my kids come every single day. So I have the same schedule every single day. It's like, I have one group from eight to 10-ish, and then I have like another group later on in the day. And there's kind of breaks in between where I can like go into their classrooms, and like work with them a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's just been kind of crazy with scheduling because I have some kindergartners who are only coming two days a week and then some kindergartners who are only coming like half of the day. So it's been interesting to be like, oh, okay, this person will be here this day. This person's supposed to be here this day, but they're also coming these days. So it's been interesting, but I'm glad we're like at least partially in person. Like I feel so excited about that. Yeah. It, with special education, I feel like it would be very difficult to, or at least, <laughs> yeah, it would be difficult to teach, you know, virtually, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, definitely with my students who are, like, so young. I mean, keeping them engaged when I can't physically, like, help them write the letter or, mm -hmm. like, help do hand over hand and, like, help them cut the piece of paper is very difficult because their hands are so small and, like, they just can't right now. Um, but yeah, it's, I definitely would, am glad that I'm not the spring teacher because in spring it was kind of like a mad scramble once we found out like Corona was going to spread so quick, quickly. It was just kind of like, everybody go home, like we'll figure it out, like somehow it'll come together. And now we've like been able to come up with a plan of like, okay, this is what we're doing. And there's Germex everywhere. There's Clorox everywhere. So that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nellie, yeah. you want to ask another question? Yeah. Okay. What is your dog's name? What is my dog's name? I was hoping you would ask about her. Her <laughs> name's Lucky. Lucky? Is, yes, she's so lucky because she's my dog, but she <laughs> is so cute. You might see her around, around where you guys live, but she like prances when she walks, and she really likes to walk backwards, which I think is so funny, but she's so cute. Oh, she's not in mm. Kansas City with you, huh? No, no, but I did just visit, so I got to see her for a little minute. But she, she stays with my mom and dad because the apartment's too small. Yeah. She, she went out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. You'll keep an eye out for her when you guys go on your walks? Yeah. Yellow lab, and she's always shaking because she's wagging her tail. tail. <laughs> Totally. Josie does too. Yeah. So they're happy dogs. Yeah. Dodger. <laughs> Dodger. That's our sister's dog. Oh, nice. <laughs> you give them lots of treats so that I give my dog lots of treats so it's it thinks I'm its favorite. Yeah. Do you give them yeah. treats? Yeah, please. Lots of treats. Yeah. Then you become the favorite, the favorite dog owner of all of them. Yeah. Dog food. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta feed them dog food. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, Sometimes ice cream. Sometimes. I mean, it was ice cream too. Josie ice cream. Yeah, it did. Birthday. For a birthday. October first. Yeah. Oh, it's coming up next it's month. Up. Yeah. You what know up? who else's birthday is coming up? Yours. Yeah, to me. All right, we got to wrap it up. 
Sorry to tear you away right before Janelle starts to talk about her birthday. We recorded this episode, or this interview, in September of 2020, the month right before Janelle's birthday month, so that's why she started to talk about it there at the end. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. As you can tell, Courtney is just full of so much energy and love for the world and, and the people in it. And we're just so happy that we were able to come across such a wonderful individual and that she is just still so young and has so much life in front of her. And if she continues down this path of uh, doing good and all the service for so many people, especially in the special needs community, I can't even fathom what it's going to look like, what her life is going to look like years from now five years from now, ten years from now, I really do hope that we get something like Ability West over here in the United States and that she's a part of making that happen. So we're super excited, super excited about the second half, bringing you that one next episode. So stick around. We're going to bring it to you as soon as we can. should be in the next couple weeks, if not next weekend. So get ready for that. And what else, Nelly? What do we got to we gotta say? I put it bad. Thank you. Uh, thank you. For follow. <laughs> Don't forget to follow. Share. Share. And if you haven't already, hit that uh, subscribe button. Subscribe button. And uh, like, follow, share. Uh, tell everybody you know about it. about it. And really just thanks for listening. And yeah, we hope... Listen. Or watching, if you're watching on YouTube yeah. for the very first time. We hope mm-hmm. you enjoyed this episode. We're so excited to continue bringing yeah. you more of these videos on YouTube as we go. We've got 50 episodes. This is our 51st episode in audio form. We have at least 10 interviews broken up throughout that. That We're going to bring you those interviews here right on YouTube so you can see it. And see yeah. Janelle's beautiful, expressive face right. and every other guest that we have. It's The audio is great because yeah. that's where the content is. And that's where the message really comes through. But if you really want to get to know Janelle and all of our other guests, I really think you do have to see them face-to-face, in person, on video, because a lot of Janelle is her expressions and her smiles and her reactions to things and I think that this I'm so excited I'm super excited to start bringing you these because I think this is going to change the way you see the real beauty in the beard literally change the way that we can hopefully change the world one person one face one smile at a time we're trying to put a smile on as many people's faces that we can so Thank you again for listening and watching. We are so excited to continue to bring these to you. Welcome to the new Real Beauty in the Beard. What else? You going to say anything else? Uh, no. no? Time for some water? Yeah, bye. You're fine. <laughs> She's done. I'm done. We can't yeah. thank you anymore. On behalf of the Real Beauty and the Beard yeah. and everybody else here behind the scenes, we cannot thank you enough. Until next time. I am the beard. Oh, yeah. Wait, who are you? Oh, okay. What What are you going to say? I said, I got me a tool for a second. Jessica and Rob. You got me a while. 
Jessica and Rob are getting married and October 2nd, so that's our older sister and soon-to-be brother-in-law. Oh, my God. That's and an August baby. And August babies, maybe. We'll see. What it, it'll look at Steve in August. <laughs> maybe it is October 2nd. I know. You're just full of information, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll tell them next time, okay? Okay. We got a sock in October. It's March right now. Wait, Mom. We got plenty of time to talk about that. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right? All right. All right. So until next time. time. I am the beard. Well, you're Janelle, but you're... Booty beard. No, you're the... The booty. The, the real beauty. The booty. Yeah. <laughs> I love this girl. I love you. All right. See you later, guys. See ya. Till next time. Yeah.